Ketubot Tav Kav Zayin, the last thing we were discussing, the Mishnah said if a woman was taken into captivity uh, over money, then she's allowed to go back to her husband, and if it was over life and death, then she's not allowed to go back to her husband. And Rav Shmuel said in the name of Rav, that's, that's only the case if the Jews have the upper hand over the Goyim. When the Goyim have the upper hand over the Jews, then when, no matter what the case is, if they took her, then she cannot go back to her husband. And Rabah brought a case in the name of Yosia Kohen, ben Akatsav, that a woman was taken by Goyim over money in Ashkelon, and they didn't want her to marry a Kohen. And the Hachamim told her, no, you have to believe her witnesses that nothing happened. Otherwise, you can't believe that she was taken into custody. And over there, it was if she was taken into collateral, only collateral, but not if she was taken into jail over money. And we ended up saying it's the same thing. The story was just they took her as a collateral, not just uh, for jail. And with that, we are starting Kavzayin Amud Aleph. Second line in, last word on the line, Ika Damrena, we're on the third line. So Ika Damrena, some say, this was the, uh, the back and forth. Now, we also learned that when the Goyim have the upper hand, and we're not going to let her marry a uh, uh, Kohen, even if it's over money, because they both testified, that Ebat Israel was taken as a collateral over a money payment in Ashkelon, and her family moved their way, didn't want her to marry Kohen, and she had witnesses that nothing happened, she wasn't alone with the Goy, she wasn't Tameh, if you believe that she was taken to captivity over money, then you have to believe the witnesses also that nothing happened, she wasn't alone, she wasn't Tameh, and if you don't believe that uh, nothing happened, then don't believe that she was taken either. And uh, was over money, and we said that nothing happened. Over there, the only reason we matir her was because there was witnesses saying nothing happened. If there was no idim, she would not be kasher the kuna. My love, aren't we saying that that's the case? If there's no idea she cannot go back to her husband, doesn't make a difference if she was taken over a money loan or if she was just taken Islam into jail. At the end of the day, she would be Asur. The Quran says, Lord, there's no proof because you could say, Shani. Over there, when they took her as, as collateral, because the guy didn't pay on time, you could always say, listen, it's a totally different story because in their laws, if someone didn't pay on time, they took away his wife and uh, she she belongs to us, sort of thing. So some bring the case like that. Now, some bring these two Mishnayot against each other. In one Mishnah it says, that if she was taken over money, she's allowed to go back to her husband. Or mean he, and then they bring down this, uh, this breakdown with Rabbi Yossi about that woman who was taken to Ashkelon. Over there was also over money. And the reason over there she's mutar is because she had witnesses. And it sounds like if she did not have Aidim, she was not allowed to marry a Kohen, she's not go back to her husband. Umshani, and we answered over there, Amar of Shmuel Baravitz Hak, Laka, Shiana, not a contradiction. Kan, Shiadi Sata Kifalia, Allah of the Kohavim, 
over here in our Mishnah is when the Jews are, uh, are there in charge of the, the Goyim. Uh, however, Khan in that Mishnah, Eduyot, that without the Aidim, she would be Nasur, that's Shiyad of the Kochavim Takifal Atzman. That's when Ovide Kochavim are in charge of themselves, meaning are in charge of Israel. And over here, there's no difference between if she was taken into captivity or she was taken as a collateral. Next, we learned in the Mishnah that a woman was taken into captivity, Ali Adenefashot, over life and death, then Asura, she now go back to her husband. And Amar Rab, what's considered Din Ali Adenefashot? Kegon Neshe like the wives of the thieves. The way it works over there is that the king takes away his, the thief's family, he takes away the wife, the kids, the, the entire home, and then he hangs the thief. No, what are we talking about? The wife of Ben Dunai, he was a murderer. And that's why everything was taken away from him, including his wife. But a regular thief, they don't take away his wife. And the, uh, the Gemara brings another couple of conditions. And this is only if they were sentenced to death already. And at that point, they're mafkir, their wives. Even if they weren't completely sentenced to death, once uh, this person uh, is wanted dead or alive, even before it's brought up to a judge, still they would take away his wife, and at that point she would be Asur. Next Mishnah. A city that was captured by an army, Kol Kohanot, Pesulot. All the Kohanot in that city are now Pasul to go back to their husband because chances are they were with the Goyim. But if they were Israeliot, you could say it was an honest and they're not a suit to their husbands. The Imish but if they have witnesses that nothing happened, Afilu Ayavid, Afilu Shifha, anything works. Hare Elu Neemani, and then we believe them that they're Kashir and they can go back to their husbands. But the person is not believed in regards to himself. And the Gemara starts, We have a bright that says, an army, that came into the city. If it's a peaceful time and there's no fighting in between the, the, the countries, then Haviyot Petuchot Asurot. And any open wine barrels are Asur, probably touched it, they probably made it Yainesech. However, Setumot, any wine barrels that are closed, Mutarot. You're allowed to even drink them, they probably didn't make it Yainesech. Bishat Milhama, but if they came at time of war, Elu Elu Mutarot. Whether they're open barrels, closed barrels, they're all mutarot. The fish ain't pnailinasek. They don't have time to do yainesek. If they drink anything, they just drink it quickly and they go back to war. And you see that if it's time of war, they don't have time to even make yainesek. They can have time to, to, to be with the, these koanot. So Amarav Mori, that's the answer. Live all the shlem night to be with these koanot. They have time. They have a strong getzer. Lenasech and pnai. But to make yainesech, they don't have time. They're with that. They're worried about war. But with the, with the kohenet, they're they're not worried about the war. Rabbi Itzhak bar Elazar Mishemed Chizkiya Amar. He said, even the gabe the beila, sometimes these koanot are mutar and sometimes they're asur. Meaning, if it's the army of that of that country, they don't want to destroy their own city. They just want to protect it. And therefore, you could say that they didn't mess around with the Kohanot over there, and then everyone's allowed to go back home. 
Kan in our Mishnah where we said it's Asur that's if it's an army of a different country they don't care to, to, to kill a couple of people to mess up the, the, the city to, to mess with the women they don't care and therefore they would be Asur so the Gemara asks wait a second even if it's that own country's army it can't be that one of these soldiers you know didn't leave the, the side maybe was with a girl or like Tosfot explains that maybe one of the Jewish girls went to the army. So they should also be a sort of, My answer is no. Amar Yehuda, Amar Shemuel, Kshemishmarot, Ro'ot, Zo, Edzo. When the king put different groups in the army to watch over one the other, meaning to make sure that no one messes with the people of the town. But the Gemara says, yeah, but you have to say somebody fell asleep during that time and maybe someone went and was boil. So Amar Abi Levi, what are we talking about? No, we're talking about a situation where they put around the city a chain of metal, and dogs, and sticks, and ducks. So if somebody moved in out, He's going to end up touching the sticks, the chains, there's going to be noise, everyone's going to wake up, so you don't have to worry that anybody was boil anybody. So when it comes to that malchut, we don't have to worry. Now the Gemara brings a mahluket in regards to the army of that country itself. There's a mahluket between Rabbi Yehuda Nesi'ah Verabanan. Hadamar, one of them say, Kan b'chakom shalotam malchut, this is with the with the army of this uh, country, all the ladies are mutar. And Khan, when we say it's Asur, it's if it's an army of a different country. And it's not a problem at all. When the place is surrounded and everyone is uh, knows their place to be, everyone's watching each other, no one's going to go anywhere to be boil anyone. And one of them, and Rabbanan, has all these uh, questions that we ask. Omshan, and he answered the way we answered, Kegonde mehadar lelemata, that we, we have uh, around the city, Shushilta, uh, chains, vechaba, dogs, vegavza, sticks, vehavza, bedaks, uh, uh, everyone's making noise, that if anyone uh, goes past these things, there's going to be lots of noise, and uh, no one's going to be boiled anyone. Now, the Gemara's going to go back to our Mishnah. If in that city that was captured by an army, if there's one place where they could hide from the Goyim, that's that saves all the Kohanot in that city. Now, asks the question, if that hiding place could only hold one woman, what's the halacha about all the women? Do we say each woman is her own one self and everyone could have hid into that spot and therefore they're all mutar? Or we don't say that. Rather, everyone is tamemi safik. So the Gemara asks, Why is this any different than the halacha of two paths? Where ehatame vehatahor one has uh, that body over there or something or is ma or it's tenting over that body or something like that one is for sure tame one is for sure tahor 
One and person A walked through one of them. and then afterwards he touched uh, something tahor. his friend came and went through the other one. and friend two after he went through the second path touched something tahor. So someone for sure is metame something. We're just not sure who. So if each one asked separately, each one went to the rabbi, asked the question separately, not at the same time, then it's tehorot. Because whenever there's a safek and it's reshut arabim, then we have to say it's tahor. And of course, we don't expect one person to eat both of the tahorot. We're just saying that it's tahor. Shnehem kehat. If they both come to the rabbi and ask the question at the same time, then temeot, and they didn't have to be metame both of them misafek. Rabbi Yossi Omer ben kachu ben kachu. It doesn't make a difference if they ask together or separately. It's always temein. They're both tame. Ve'amar ava ve'itemar Rabbi Yochanan be'batachat. If they came to ask at the same time, divrei akotemim. Everyone will agree it's tame. Bezeh one after the other. Divrei akotehorin. The question is if person A is coming to ask for him and his friend. He's doing the asking to the rabbi for both of them. More, Rabbi Yossi is medame lele bebatahat. He holds that's coming at the same time and therefore they're both tameh. Umor medame. Then Rabbi Uda says it's like lebezeh It's like one after the other and they're both tahor. Vihachanami and the same thing over here in our case with the one hiding spot for all the women, since we're giving the heter for everyone, it's like at the same time. And really according to the BOC, they should all be Asur. The Gemara says, Hachyashta, is that true? Is that how could you even compare? Hatam over there, for sure, either person A or person B walked into something Tameh, just we don't know who, but there is for sure someone's Tameh. Hacha, by the city that was captured, who said that for sure someone was with one of the, the, the women in the city? It's not for sure here, we just it's just through logic, through through regular situations, but there's no 100%, over there's 100%, one or the other, over here, not 100%, you can't compare cases. So now here's another question. She said, I was not hiding in that hiding place. But she's also telling you, nothing happened with me. I'm not Tameh. Mao, what's Allah Do we believe her or not? Do we say, What does she have to lie about? Meaning, she could have lied. She could have said, I was hiding in that spot. She could have kept her mouth closed and said, I was uh, in that spot or I'm a suffix and we have to leave her alone. And we could say she's ours. So, meaning, she has a migo. She could have lied better. Or maybe we don't say this concept of or she has a migo, better tana, better claim. Do we say that or not? I'm going to ask a question. What's the difference from that story? There was a man who rented a donkey to his friend. And then he told him, Do not walk on the path of Nehar Pekod, the, the river of Pekod. There's water over there. I don't want my donkey going through water. I want you to go through Narash. There's no water over there. 
What happened? The rent, the person renting the donkey it took the donkey. He took the, the donkey and he went through the pekod. Umit hamara and the, the donkey died and nothing to do with the water. He came from Rava. Amale and the renter said, "In you're right. I went through Nahar pekod. But there was no water over there." Amar Rava said to him, "Mali leshaker." Listen, he, he's patur because he has no reason to lie. He could have just he could have just said, Amar He could have said, I went through Narash. Here he's being honest, and uh, the same way we believe him that he went through Nahar Pekod, we have to also believe that the animal died regularly, it didn't die because of the water. We don't say We don't make that claim. You don't have amigo in a in a case where you have witnesses, and over here you have witnesses that you went through the wrong path. You have a dead donkey in the Harpekod area. You went through the wrong path. So there's witnesses. You have amigo, but your amigo. It doesn't is not strong enough to beat Aidim. The Aidim is that the, the animal's there. And you have to say the same thing over here. Since she wasn't in that hiding place, we don't believe her, and therefore she's a sort of her husband. And the Gemara asked, Hachiashta, what are you comparing? There's for sure Aidim, there's for sure witnesses that there's water over there. Everyone knows the Harpekod equals water. Hacha by that city with the, with the army around it, Vadai is she for sure tame? Hashasha, the whole thing is just we're worried maybe. In the place where it's only a hashash, we do say Mali Shakir. Meaning, in the case of the, the, the woman in the city, you don't have Aidim really. It's just it just the whole thing is, is, is a hashash, it's a worry. And in the case of worry, we don't beat the Migo. The, only, the Migo only gets broken if there's actual Aidim. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Im yesh aidim afilu ayved vafilu shifcha ne'emanin. If she has witnesses that she's tahor, even if it's a slave or a maidservant, it's, uh, she, we believe them. And the Gemara asks a question, vafilu shifcha didam himna, even her maidservant we believe? Or mean he, we have a b'rayta. This is talking about a woman whose husband wrote her a get, that if he dies, it's a get from now, and they're not allowed to be together. Unless there's aidim watching them, make sure they're not together. The problem is, once they're together, then it becomes an old get. The get is pasul midrabanan, and the whole idea is because she might get pregnant, and they'll say that her get came before her son, and people are going to talk not nice. But Tosfot said, over here, we're not worried about that because... He's giving her this get in order to save her, let's say, from a Yibum case or whatever the case is. They're doing this for a reason, and obviously they're not going to be mitiahed to each other. Rather, Tosfor explains just like it's the same gzara as every other get, that once a get is written, they should not be mitiahed with each other because maybe they'll be with each other, the Shem Kiddushin, and that ruins the get. So again, let's repeat. Our Mishnah said we could believe even Ayavid or Shifha that she's good. And, the, and we we understood that even if it was her own Shifha. On the other hand, Urmin He, the Brayta says, they should not be together in private unless there's Ayadim. Vafilu al pi Ayavid, al pi Shifha. Even if it's uh, the, the person in between is Ayavid or Shifha, Chutz mi Shifhata. 
except for her own maidservant, she's very brazen in front of her own maidservant. She'll do things that she wouldn't do in front of other people because, as the Rashba explains, she knows her maidservant's not going to go tell on her. So, on one hand, you see that we believe her maidservant. On the other hand, we see that we don't believe her maidservant. So, no. When it came to a woman who was taken to captivity, we're more lenient and will we'll rely on her, even her own shivha to say that she's still tahor. And here's another answer of Papa Amar, ha b'shivhadida. You could always say, when do we not believe? We we don't believe when when it's her own shivha. Ha, and the Mishnah that says we do believe, that's b'shivhadida. If it's uh, his shivha, if it's uh, the husband's uh, maidservant, and the wife would be careful in in front of his in her husband's servant. The Quran says, yeah, but b'shivhadida lo mehemna. Why don't why don't we believe her own maidservant? Then we learn Mishnah We said in the Mishnah that a person cannot testify on himself, but we do believe her shivha. My answer is shivhata Her shivha is like herself. They're like the same person, and that's why we don't believe her. And the Gemara brings another answer. Both cases, Mishnah and the Mishnah Gitin, we're talking about her own maidservant. And the maidservant sees what she sees and she's quiet. As long as the Shivha is quiet, the woman is mutar. Therefore, we're not going to believe her because maybe they were together and this maidservant is quiet and she won't say the truth. Over here, when the maidservant's quiet, it makes her asur. Meaning, as long as she didn't testify, the, her master is asur. Therefore, when she does talk, we will believe her. The Gemara says, yeah, but Maybe she'll come over here and lie. The Gemara explains, She's not going to do two bad things. To not say that her master did something wrong, or number two is to lie about it, to actually come and, and lie about it. No one's going to do that. Therefore, if uh, if her maidservant said that she was not Tamer, then we believe her. Kiha, like that story, the Mori Bar Isak, some say it was Hana Bar Isak, Atale Ahami Behoza. A person came and claimed it was his brother from Behoza. And Amar Le Pelogli Ben Ixed Abba. And this person said, I want a piece of inheritance, give me a half. I don't know who you are. He came in front of Rav Hasda. And Amalei Rav Hasda told him, He's giving you a good ta'ana, that he doesn't know who you are. We know the famous Drash, Yosef recognized his brothers, didn't recognize him. When he left, he didn't have a beard. And now when they met, he has facial hair. So they, they didn't, now they didn't know who he is. So Rav Hasda told that person, Go bring me proof that that he's your brother. Bring witnesses. So he told him, I have witnesses. They're scared of him. They're scared to come to court. He's a very strong person. He might hurt us. He might do something against us. So now if Hazat turns Go bring me proof that he, that this person's not your brother. 
And Tosafot explains, we're talking about a situation where people came and they're scared, we'll, we'll tell it to you in private, Rabbi, but we're scared to take the stand and do this in court. So that's the reason uh, Hazda pushed it uh, on Mori Bar Isaac. So Amar Le, so Mori Bar Isaq told Hazda, Dina Haki, that's the halakha. A person trying to pull out money, uh, he's the one who has to bring the proof. I'm holding the, the inheritance, I don't have to bring nothing. So Amar Leir of Hazda told them, This is the way I'm going to judge you. All your uh, tough guy friends. But the Gemara asks, But even now, when he brings them to testify, they're going to come and lie about it because they're scared of Mori Barisak. So the Gemara explains, no, they're not going to do two bad things. Number one, not to testify. And number two, if they do come to court, they're not going to lie about it. They're not going to do two bad things. And the same thing with this Shifha. She's not going to be quiet and lie. So now the Gemara says, Let's say this question, if we believe a Shifha or not, it's a Mahlo Ketanaim. As we learned, Azor, I do the following is considered a testimony. Ish is good, Isha is good, Tinok, child, Tinoket, a girl child, Avia, her father, Vima, her mother, Vahia, her brother, Vahotar, her sister, Avaloba, not Benaubita, her son and daughter, Loavdavishivhata, not the slave and the, and the maidservant, Betanya Idach, and we have another bright that says, Hakone, Manin Le'aid, everyone is believed to testify, Anar Hutzmehemena, Ubala, except for her herself and her husband. And you have to say what we explained before that according to Raf Papi, there is a leniency by a woman who was taken captivity, and we believe the Shivha Udrav Ashe, who said that the Shivha is not suspected of lying under oath. That's a Tanaehi, because here you have a Braita that tells you that we don't believe a Shivha. However, Raf Papa, who said, the shivha is not believed. Do you have to say it's Mahlokatanaim? Meaning, according to him, it could be one Brayta talking about her shivha, one Brayta talking about someone else's shivha. Amalach, Papa, Papa explains. No, Kitanya, he, you could say, when do we believe the shivha? That's Bimsihad Fituma. That's Davka if she's just talking, not testifying. Kartigna Mishtai, he said over a story, Maase Badifner Bishop and Levi story in front of Bishop and Levi, Amilan, some say was Rabbi Shab and Levi, Mishtai, Maase Badifner B, was Rabbi Shab and Levi who said it was a story in front of Rabbi, Badame Hachaya, Messiah Lefitum, a person was just talking, not testifying, Vama, and even Minish Ben with the Ben of the Gohavim, and my mother were taken captivity by the Goyim, Yasati Lishov Maim, Dati Alimi. When I went to, to go get water, I was uh, my I was paying attention to my mother that she shouldn't become Tame. The Laket, I'd when I went to go get water, Dati I was paying attention to my mother and make sure nothing happened. And Rabbi let her marry a Kohen based on her uh, testimony. Obviously, she was an Almana. And the reason he was believed, even though we don't usually believe a son, is because he wasn't testifying. He was Messiah Lefitumo. He was just talking. And the next Mishnah, he was a Kohen. He swore by the Beit HaMikdash, Lo Zaza Yada Mitoch Yadi. He held onto his wife's hands the entire time. From the time the Romans came into Yerushalayim until they left, meaning he made sure that she wasn't Tameh. A person cannot testify on his wife. A person cannot testify on himself. It's the same thing. And the problem is, there's a pasuk that says, 
that the enemies made Jewish women suffer. So you can't say, oh, who said it happened? No, here you have a pasuk that says it happens, and therefore your testimony cannot break what the pasuk testified on. And therefore his migo didn't work. Next, the Gemara says, still, he didn't divorce his wife. He made a special house for her in his courtyard. When she left the Hatzer, she left with her uh, children right behind her. And when she walked into the Hatzer, it was only after her children. This way, there was always children in the Hatzer. There was never an issue with Yehud. Meaning, even though in general children are, you cannot testify for their mother, but they're good enough that they shouldn't be something called Yehud. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.